Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910980 AM, or anywhere in the nation on that Odyssey app. Anywhere in the world on the Odyssey app, by the way. It's uh, 410, 45 degrees. Men's sunny until the sun goes down, I guess. Here in Northeast Pennsylvania, the Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. Well, it's another Tuesday in Northeast Pennsylvania, November 14th, with Tommy Marquez, a former Navy veteran, was a senior staffer in Congress for many years, and now looks to direct our vets in the right direction when it comes to their veterans' affair needs. Tommy, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, Rob. It's always a pleasure. So what do we got this hey, week? Well, I want to address a couple of things that have come up in, in questions for individuals, and I want to do a, a kind of a brief explanation of what VA service-connected disability is. It seems to me that every year right around Veterans Day and Memorial Day, there's an uptick of interest in individuals regarding VA service-connected disability. What is it? How do you apply? And then some nasty horrible uh, misinformation that's out there gets told. And so I want to clear the air on all this. And by the way, uh, great show last week, Rob, uh, with the, the Veterans Day stuff. And I hope you had a wonderful Veterans Day. You wow. too, my friend, as well. Yeah. So when we're talking about VA service-connected disability, what that essentially is, is when you're in the military, ideally, ideally, Nothing is wrong with you when you enter the military. You're like 100% fresh egg. You have no injuries in most cases. That's the way they look at it. And then anything that occurs during your military service, and it exists in your military service and exists after your military career ends, you get a VA compensation. This is a tax-free benefit. It doesn't have to be directly from war or an instrument of war. For instance, if somebody just happens to develop diabetes, adult onset diabetes, or cancer, or is in a car accident, and as long as they were found within the line of duty, and something occurs to them during that time, and they have residuals of those horrible conditions after the military career, they can be eligible for a VA service-connected disability compensation claim. And that pays a monetary amount anywhere from about $250 to about $4,300. And then there's all sorts of special pays tied up in there, and all sorts of variables that I don't want to get into. I post all that information on my YouTube channel and on my TikTok channel at Tommy Marquez Consulting. You could get into the weeds there, but for the purposes of this show, I just want to explain the, the base amounts of it. Now, the next thing that happens is veterans have been asking, well, how do I apply? They don't even know how to apply. So let me tell you, there's four ways you can apply for a VA service-connected disability claim. The very first way is, to me, the easiest way. Now, I'm not the most tech-savvy guy, but, I mean, I do have the, an iPhone, right? Um, but, you know, I don't know how to design web pages or, you know, access the dark web, okay? I'm not a big technical guy. You know, I plug in my computer, and I was able to successfully apply for VA service-connected disability online. It's that simple. And you can do this on VA.gov. And on VA.gov, under Disabilities, you can click on File Claim. It'll ask you some very basic information about your military service, which 
if you're a veteran, you'll always remember those dates. You'll always remember your service number. You'll always remember when you joined. You'll always remember where you were. For, for whatever reason, it's a real hard thing to forget. And then you can just, in plain language, explain where you have a, a, a you know, or you, where you believe you could have a VA disability compensation claim. So, for instance, you can put knee, and then the website will help you kind of explain, is it knee arthritis? Is it patellofemoral pain syndrome? Um, you know, but you can just use basic terms like knee pain, left knee pain, right knee pain, right shoulder pain, back pain. Um, or you can get real detailed and say, hey, you know, I had a uh, torn MCL post-status repair, you know, doctor's language stuff. You can put, you can get that specific and all the way back to, you know, I have right knee arthritis. And you can put that all in online. It's free. It's very simple. And like I said, if you can operate an iPhone, if you can download the Odyssey app, you can do a VA claim. It's that simple. And by the way, everybody should be downloading the Odyssey app because it's awesome. I listen to Rob there every day. Now, the second way to file a VA claim that's fairly simple is going to a veteran service organization and having a trained veteran service officer complete the forms for you. Now, if you're looking for one, you can find a list of them on the VA's website under VSOs. We call them VSOs. And you can find it. They'll do all the paperwork for you, and they'll submit it for you directly. Now, uh, in that process, uh, you don't get to see it for a couple of weeks, sometimes months, because they have to submit it, and then you get notification. The benefit is you have somebody there to help you with the process as far as filling out the paperwork. They don't go in your exams and help you out like that. The third way you can apply is you can literally print out the VA form 21-526-EZ form, and that form is for free on the VA website. You can print it out, fill in all your information, and you can go ahead and take that to a VA regional office and have them stamp it and submit it. Now, here's the good thing about doing it that way. One, you get a stamp copy back to you, so now you have evidence that you turned in a VA claim. Okay, that's great. Here's the bad news. It's going to take probably two months before it shows up in the system. Don't worry, you'll still get back paid from the date you filed and all those things. But if you're in a rush or impatient, that may not be the best way to go. And then lastly, when it comes to filing a VA claim, you can also mail it in uh, after you print it out online, same way, the uh, VA form. 21 tech 526 easy you can print it out fill it and mail it to Janesville Wisconsin now here is the obvious you know downside to that approach you mail it off you don't get a confirmation for months so if it gets quote unquote lost in the mail you have no evidence that it was ever submitted so that's the downside of that approach but regardless you can do it with the internet by yourself. You can do it with a trained professional at no cost with a VSO. You can mail it in or you can walk it in. So there is no excuses for veterans who could potentially be eligible for a VA service-connected disability to not file a claim. Now, the last thing I want to touch on, and I was at an event 
in Dallas with the National Medal of Honor Society, and a veteran told me this. And I, I, I hadn't heard this in a couple of years, but I heard it, and immediately it just sounds like, oh, I'm going to bring that up on live show. Veteran said, hey, if I go and I say that I had depression or PTSD or any kind of uh, you know, mental health issue whatsoever, they're going to take away my guns. And they're not going to let me have them. And conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories, and conspiracy theories. So let me tell you, if you file a claim for PTSD, the VA is never going to directly take your guns away just because you have moderate or symptoms of post-traumatic stress or any kind of combat-related mental health at all. Where they can submit your information for the DOJ to intervene is when two things occur. And it's really not the VA's policy. It's really in regards to the Brady Handgun Violence Protection Act. And uh, I'm sure you guys are all in Pennsylvania. You guys are all familiar with this law. It's a little bit of an older law. But it essentially prohibits the purchase or possessing or receiving of firearms if you're incompetent to handle your money or you've been in a mental institution or imprisonment, things like that. So if you say at the VA in your exam that you want to kill yourself or kill other people or you don't have the capability of managing your finances, then, yeah, they will then, in those circumstances, notify the DOJ, and you'll have to go through the Brady process to see if you are eligible to keep your guns. But just to make a point, if you go to any psychologist, Okay, a licensed mental health professional, you say you want to kill yourself, kill other people, hurt other people, you can't manage your finances, they by law have to also report you for your weapons, okay? So it's not specific to the VA. And I know many people who have 100% rating for PTSD solely um, through the VA, and they're allowed to keep their firearms. They, they don't have a problem. The real key to that, or the real misinformation there, is it has to relate directly to you wanting to hurt yourself, hurt other people, and uh, unable to control your funds or to manage your funds. That is not the same as mismanaging your funds, right? You know, I remember being in the Navy, and I was really bad at managing my funds. You know, it was, I, I made it from the first to the fifth most of the time with my pay. That's different than not knowing the difference in value between $1 and $10. That That's a whole different thing in which – case to be able to point you a fiduciary and then again report you for the Brady Act. But now you guys know what is eligible for a VA service-connected disability. Now you guys know that it's tax-free. Oh, oh, one last other thing. You can work with a VA service-connected disability. That was another nasty little lie I heard uh, over Veterans Day weekend. It's completely untrue. So now you know that you can work and still receive a VA uh, service-connected disability card. Now you know how to apply, and now you know that they don't just come in and take your guns away. So now that you have all that information, if you believe you are eligible for a VA service-connected disability, you have no excuse to file a VA service-connected disability claim. Zero. If you have questions on the forms that I mentioned, the places to mail it, the places to go, where to find a VSO, I literally just put out a video an hour ago on this on my TikTok website. At Tommy Marquez Consulting is my handle. 
I also have it on YouTube at Tommy Marquez Consulting is the same handle. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook, same handle at Tommy Marquez Consulting. If I say my name one more time, I'll show up at your house like Beetlejuice. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no excuse, guys. And I know there's a lot of people who essentially they have a lot of pride and they feel like they don't want to um, apply because people had it worse than them. And that, that's true. People have it worse than you. There is. Life is like, uh, especially for the VA and veterans, it's like being at the gym. Okay. Sometimes I'm at the gym and I look and there's somebody there that I'm like, like a Carl Higgins. <laughs> I'm like, well, I wish I could look like that. I wish that was what I got. But, I, you know, I envy that and want that. And then I can look around and I see somebody else who's like, man, I wish I looked like Tommy. Right? So that's kind of how it is as a veteran. There is always going to be people worse than you. There's always going to be people better than you. None but of there's, that matters. there's also always room for you. Tommy, we're going to have to leave it there. Exactly. We're going to have to leave it there, my friend. I appreciate your insight again this week, and we'll talk to you uh, next week. Yay, thanks, Rob. Thanks, Tommy. It's uh, 423 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. And welcome back, Rob. This traffic update is brought to you by Penteladata and Energy Technologies, HVAC. We have some slowing 81 southbound through the Scranton area. And again, in the Wilkes-Barre area, you're dipping below 45 miles per hour. There are no reports of any backups, no major delays, just a little bit of heavy traffic. Route 6 and 11 heading up the hill in Clark Summit. And you can expect heavy traffic on North Kaiser Avenue in Scranton. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. I just got, did you say anything about southbound at exit 170A? No, that wasn't. I just got a text message out. Traffic is backed up southbound to exit 170A. There's even an officer in the middle of the highway with lights going to indicate that, there must be an issue. That must have happened in the last couple seconds. No, it was just texted in, All right. so we Thank got you, breaking dear. news there. Thank, Thank you, you for the text as well. Thank you, Nikki. Thanks. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, becoming mostly clear and cold, low 29. Wednesday, mostly sunny and warmer, high 55. Thursday, mostly sunny and mild, high 60. Friday, increasing clouds and showers late, high 59. Saturday, rain ending early, breezy and chilly in the afternoon. Should be good to go for the parades in our area with a high of 45. And Sunday, breezy and chilly with some flurries, high 45. It's currently 45 degrees and sunny now at 425 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's uh, 429 here. Uh, we're looking at consumer prices. Looks like bacon, chicken, whole milk, and butter have decreased. But steak uh, and a bunch of other things have gone up. Car rentals are down. Airfares down. Smartphones costs are lower. And TVs are down. Looking at the inflation report and what, what it's being affected by and what's not. Got um, some, questions, some, some text messages in. Hey, Rob. Uh, you might have already covered this, but sorry if you did. But what happened to the Mayorkas vote yesterday? No, I didn't cover it. Thanks for the text message on that. Um, there wasn't a vote to put the motion to the floor to impeach Secretary of Homeland Security Mayorkas. And eight Republicans voted with the entirety of the Democrats to send it to committee. So there was not a vote to impeach him. The motion was sent to back to committee.
thanks to uh, eight Republicans who voted with all the Democrats to uh, to send that vote. I had a list. I don't have it in front of me now of who the eight Dem- uh, who the eight Republicans were, but the the final vote was two two oh nine to two oh one to uh, send the uh, impeachment inquiry to the House Homeland Security Committee to review. And it'll be stuck in committee until they decide to put it back out to the floor. But unless they have the votes, you know, why would they want to do that? But eight Republicans voted with all the Democrats to not impeach, not bring the impeachment motion to the floor. It wasn't an actual impeachment vote. So I hope that answers your question now. And, um, you know, we were talking about inflation. Inflation started rising in March of 2021. March of 2021, it was 2.6. February 2021, it was 1.2. And again, the feds consider anything 2% or under what they would, that's their goal to strive for. That's a healthy inflation rate. It went up to a high of 9.1 in June of 2022. It dropped to uh, 3% in June of 2023, went to 3.2% in July. 3.7 in August, 3.7 in September, and now it's 3.2 for October. Still above, but if you look at everything before then, you know, it was below that 2% mark before that March of 2021. So that's where we are with inflation. And again, the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System considers 2% over the longer run as measured by the annual changing in price index for personal consumption. But make no mistake, every month of inflation is increased prices. Every month of inflation is increased. Now, some things went up, some things went down. Like like we've seen, gasoline is on the downturn. The, the, the lowering price of gasoline and oil as a whole has benefited our economy. That's one of the main reasons they said it's at that and then they have the two the core inflation and the regular inflation and one takes out fuel and food and rent and stuff like that you know things we actually do each month and need to spend money on so uh you know just to follow up on that there was uh hey i got another text message on that rob don't forget that the current rate of inflation we are still dealing with the inflated prices from before yep just explain that so uh you know, I appreciate your text messages. Get involved with the conversation. It's uh, 4.33 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's uh, 4.39, 45 degrees and sunny. It's the point of the show around our heroes across America who made the ultimate sacrifice. 72 police officers made the ultimate sacrifice on this day, three of them from here in Pennsylvania. We're going to start off with uh, Patrolman Grover C. Wolf. McKees Rocks Borough Police Department in Pennsylvania, 1930, was shot and killed in the 700 block of Island Avenue after being confronted by a man he had dealt with earlier in the evening. Patrolman Charles Henry Fenton, Bethlehem City, uh, Police Department, Pennsylvania, in 1927, succumbed to gunshot wounds received two days earlier while attempting to arrest three armed robbery suspects at a home on Columbia Street. Policeman James M. Marr, Philadelphia Police Department in Pennsylvania, 1896, was killed when he was thrown from his horse on Stonehouse Lane 
near the Baltimore and Ohio Railroad embankment. Skull was fractured when he hit his head on a rock in the embankment. Other officers located him after discovering his riderless horse, horse on Stone House Lane. He was taken to a local hospital where he died a short time later. And those are our, our three from our area here. I was looking at a story, you know, talking about law enforcement. Uh, a California sheriff was complaining about their target, saying that they were continually fielding calls of shoplifters from the target. And he got his officers and detectives involved and decided that they were going to put a stop to it. They were going to put on a, a big sting and target and apprehend and arrest and charge everyone who was shoplifting to curtail the practices because he says the calls were getting out of control. He said uh, the head of corporate security during their – they were having a TAC meeting before they, they were doing earlier in the day before they started this event. And the the director of security for that region – for Target stores, said that the police weren't allowed to take any action in the store. They weren't allowed to arrest anybody. They weren't allowed to process anyone. They weren't allowed to handcuff anybody. They wanted nothing done in the store. All had to be done outside, and all processing had to be done in the rear of the store in the rain. Instead of using their security offices and such where they process and then remove to jail after processing, after the paperwork sworn and such. Now, the reasoning for this was Target didn't want any negative aspects put on social media. They didn't want any film of anyone being arrested put on social media. They didn't want any pushback from social media with people posting things by arresting criminals in their stores. Wouldn't that be the best thing to do to show social media to show the world to show your area that shoplifting theft is not retail theft is not going to be tolerated anymore you will be caught you'll be prosecuted you'll be paraded out in handcuffs and you will be charged and there will be consequences wouldn't that be a good idea to show your customers that hey you know that lawless environment that we're asking you to shop in where criminals are running in taking things left and right putting you at risk because who knows how they'll react when they're cornered or such you know, how does that uh, affect them? So, bad move on Target's part. I think it would send a good message on social media not to tolerate retail theft. But Target is more worried about their image than they are about actually losing money from retail theft or actually protecting you as the law-abiding consumer that goes into these stores to shop. So that's taken, and the, the sheriff took to social media to call out Target and say, hey, don't ask for our help if you don't want it and you don't want to to send a message that illegal activity, criminal activity, shouldn't be tolerated. Do you realize that a lot of um, banks do that when they quietly let go people for stealing and insurance companies do the same thing? It's kind of a sad state of affairs. Um, and they don't open their mouths. They just let the people go. They say they won't say anything. People promise they'll never do it again. Mm -hmm. Yet it still happens. And... It's a vicious cycle because they don't want the bad publicity over it. Yeah. I've heard it time and time again. Well, I, for a target, I don't think it's bad publicity. I think it would be a positive message to send hey. that, hey, if you come in here and steal, we're going to prosecute you. We're going to arrest you. We're going to catch you. You would think. And for shoppers whose families go there, you know, wives, daughters, husbands, families go there. Because shoplifting hey. happens everywhere, not just yeah. Target. No. Nope. You know, 
That's amazing. It's incredible. 444 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. Thank you, Rob O'Donnell. This Pentella Data Internet Traffic Update is brought to you by Krispy Kreme in Clark Summit and Scranton. 81 southbound through the Scranton area is dipping below 40 miles per hour. Then when you hit the Wilkesbury area, you're coming to a standstill somewhere around Highland Park Boulevard. That is all due to a disabled vehicle near the Blackman Street exit. And we have reports of an accident on... Main Street near South Township Boulevard in Pittston. Well, Pittston Jenkins Township area. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight becoming mostly clear and cold, low 29. Wednesday, mostly sunny and warmer, high 55. Thursday, mostly sunny and mild, high 60. Friday, increasing clouds with showers late, high 59. Saturday, rain ending early, breezy and chilly in the afternoon, high 45. Should be okay for parade weather. Sunday, breezy and chilly with some flurries, high 44. It's currently 44 degrees outside at 445 here at your official weather station, WILK. It's Colonel Doug Masters, head of the squadron Iron Eagle. Remember that from this movie, Jake? Iron Eagle? This is the song when he played when he struck the, the Middle East base out there. That's how I remember the song. It's uh, 4.50 here at WILK, the Rob O'Donnell Show. 44 degrees outside with the sun going down. It's uh, that point in history in a minute. We have, uh, let me see, Joe from the Back Mountain on arrest procedures. Hey. Joe. Hey, how you doing? Uh, Rob, Rob, let's ask ourselves. How many people that are elected officials are in violation of the oath they took right now in this country uh, to protect and defend, to serve the public, to uphold uh, the law, the Constitution and the law of where, whatever state or they're in? When you have attorney generals or, or, or district attorneys say, well, we're not going to prosecute uh, you know, anything over 900, under $900 or $1,000, you know, you can go in and rob and steal and create mayhem, and that's fine. And we, we're not going to do anything about that. And then you kick it up from the district attorney to maybe the attorney general of the state, and they're not going to do anything about it. You kick it up to the governor, and he's not going to do anything about it. You kick it up to a president who's letting the, the, the border be flooded. We now have over 8 million military-age men. Men, I'm not talking women and children, 8 million men according to a retired Air Force general, in this country right now, which is four times the size of our military in terms of personnel. We can't recruit people for our own armed forces, but we have 8 million, uh, maybe many of them undocumented immigrants, illegals, whatever you want to call them, in this country right now. Who I don't, They haven't sworn allegiance to America. They're not citizens, and they haven't sworn allegiance. And we don't know who they're allied with or who to, to who. And, and so how many people are in violation? They should be – you talk about impeaching the Mayorkas. Half the damn country should be impeached and thrown out of office. Uh, our Constitution is very clear about securing our border, and they have seemed to forgot it. This is a, a manufactured crisis that we're going through, and it's, it's so widespread now, it's, it's going to be quite difficult to deal with. 
as as and we move not, forward. And 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 the and the local crime that's going on that's not being prosecuted. All those people should be thrown out of office. I mean, this is crazy. How about the elections we just had? Democrat money coming in from D.C. to win county county council positions. Okay, this is this is a takedown of America. The people who support Biden and the Democrats. Oh, your party may be winning, but you know what? You're losing because you're going to lose your freedom. There's a plan here. Well, when, I we, mean, the, when we go to the, do the, the defund the police movement that we've seen here, I mean, you, you had the mayor of D.C., Bowser, on, on TV basically reversing her position that she's had for the past eight years, uh, a, a total 180, saying that they need to hold people accountable, they need parental involvement, they need help on all fronts because, uh, you know, Joe Biden's granddaughter, you know, they tried to steal her SUV. And again, if so, law, if law enforcement anywhere else in the country shot at someone for a property crime, uh, and and I know people want to wave it off, well, it's the Secret Service, and, and it, it doesn't matter unless someone's Secret Service policies and procedures are the same. Unless someone's life or or serious physical injuries in jeopardy, you know, they don't have justification to use their you know fire as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, but my point is here: how many people right now are in violation of the oath they took? I would say half the people in this country. We're going to end up breaking up in, like, Switzerland in the canton. I, I, I mean, you know, where, where you're going to have states where you have law and order and states where you have chaos at some point in time. Well, I think we already have that. We have Philadelphia. We have Chicago. We have Baltimore. Yeah. We have New York City. I mean, there's already – we have uh, most of California. I mean, that already exists now. And, and but, but it's ebbs and flows. It, it's not this. This is going to change. It's not mobilized yet. It's not mobilized yet. This is going to change. I mean, we we've seen this before in the '80s in New York City, and we turned it around. And it's getting bad again now. And it will turn around because the residents of these areas can only take so much, and they're starting to well, get to that limit. We're seeing it. I, I agree with you that people are are there, but the, the leadership. Uh, if you if you keep electing Democrats who have been running the city for what seventy years. If you if these people have been Democrats, I don't see it turning around. You know they they will. I, they'll, they'll demand it. You'll have a change in leadership, and you'll have these very same politicians, regardless of what side of the aisle. You'll have these very same politicians changing their stance. You know, again, 180. Look at things Biden said 10, 20 years ago to what he's doing and actually saying now. Look at all these other politicians, the same thing. They yeah. worry about one thing and one thing alone. What will get them reelective? They could care less what's yeah. coming out of their mouth. They they're saying yeah. things because it's popular. They're saying things because it gets them votes. And once it doesn't, they'll start changing what they say. And, and that just yeah. goes to show how shy. that's the yeah. thing we should be focusing on, Joe. Yeah. How do you feel about – one quick question. I won't hold you because it's probably other – well, how do you feel about the no-labels party? How do you feel about Manchin and they and they talk to Romney? Not that I'm really fond of either one of them, but I, I, I do respect Joe Manchin for at least standing up to Joe Biden. How do you feel about a no-labels party going forward? What do you think? I think both parties need a top-down shakeup. I don't think a third party or another party is going to help the situation one way or another. You know, I think it may bring talking points to it, but I think the GOP, we're already starting to see it. The Democrats, I think they are starting to... You know, there, there's some defections going on there. I, both parties need a top-down shakeup from the people that they're not serving right now. Again, their only worry is fundraising and their next election instead of yeah. the American people, and that's where we need to go if, from there, Joe. If we have ter if we had term limits, maybe they wouldn't have to worry about that so much, huh? Yeah, I agree. There, it's something I would like to see, Joe. I appreciate your call. Okay, thank you. It's uh, 
456 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show. Uh, almost 5 o'clock here at the studio at WILK News Radio. Just see some breaking news out from the GOP that um, in Michigan, where they tried to get Donald Trump removed from the ballot up there, the GOP filed an amicus brief to stop it, and the court just agreed with them. GOP nominee will be decided by the vote GOP voters. So uh, the effort in Michigan to have Donald Trump removed from the ballot up there will, uh, for the primary, was uh, unsuccessful. A judge agreed with the GOP's amicus brief. So Rona McDaniel posting a, an unusual win. It's 5 o'clock here at WILK News Radio.